Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast, the podcast where three American expats explore different topics related to living and working in South Korea. With a combined 50 years of living experience in Asia, there are plenty of stories to tell. So, pop in your AirPods and make yourself comfortable. It's time for the Soul Patch Podcast. All the way, you know, right. 5G just yeah. from the tip of the of Jeju to the you know border of North Korea, it's like mm. just fast internet, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, that's easy to have things in mass here because of the density. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one thing that probably most listeners know about Korea, it's like one of the buzziest. You know, there's a few like top five facts about Korea that people know. One of them is uh, pretty well known that when you look at the Seoul. Uh, what do you call that? Like Seoul plus Incheon, like the metro area. Proper metro area. Metro, yeah. yeah. I think it's the metropolitan. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're looking at a po- total population in the country of about 53 million, 55 yeah. million, something like this. Something like, I think it's just under. Yeah, that yeah. Seoul metropolitan area, like around Seoul and around, around area is about 22 million. Yeah. So you have almost half the population. Yeah, it's almost half population is almost, in... Yeah the capital and then the city proper i think is nine or ten million so that's About like that. super density right here like where i'm sitting um next to namsan in the center so you've got uh, the population is extremely concentrated so when you want to roll out initiatives or the not initiatives but like if you want to i don't know what, what you call it if you want to do something with technology like with the buses where they're removing the cash boxes right mm-hmm yeah, that's what I saw there. They're removing. They're starting it, removing it from like a hundred or two hundred buses first to like kind of trial run it, because yeah. according to the article, like over the last year, only something like point point eight percent or something of of money in buses came from cash. It's a minimal amount. Yeah, yeah, and and why is that though? Think about it. Like, if you're probably plenty of people are using, um, I think most like your credit cards, whatever, you can swipe those. Hmm. I don't use, I'm still like the old school style. I actually have a bus pass card. You still charge it? Oh, you still put money I still, on that? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. But okay. It, okay, like, you know, I'm I'm not up on all the tech, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, even for, for you know, homeless people like me, um, if you need to get your card charged, it's real easy. You can go to any corner shop that's selling, mm-hmm. you know, juice and snacks and cigarettes. Yeah, even those little like booth things, right? Like the kind of kiosk type things. Yeah, any, any little, yeah. yeah, kiosk, um, bodega, whatever you want to call them uh, in Korea, you know, Pyeongchang, or not even Pyeongchang, but like the little, what do you call it? Is there a Korean word for that? We have like the Pyeongchang's like a 7 Eleven, but Kevin's talking about a kiosk, like, right? Like bodega a bodega thing. The little yeah. kiosk. Yeah, I don't kiosk. know what, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the Korean word for it is actually for that that yeah, little like, thing that sells that. like sodas and cigarettes and bus charging. I, I actually don't know what, what that's actually called. Yeah, I pass but, yeah, like kiosk, four I mean, every day. Like, we're in English anyway, so kiosk. Yeah, I'll well, try anyway, to find out. I'm, I'm curious now. The point is you can get your card charged so easily. And the even with the cash thing, I've gotten onto the bus and my card is out. And I reach my pocket for the cash. I have the cash in my pocket, but as I'm reaching my pocket, the bus driver is just like, no, don't even waste my time. time. I don't want to see. I don't want to see you struggle. Just get your ass on the bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's it's already converted. I think. Well, yeah, like what yeah. you were saying. I mean, a lot of people use their like I use just my credit card when I. You really should just get a, a credit card. I know. It's, I it's, know. <laughs> but because when I when I first got that, it was it was like. I don't want to say life changing, but it kind of was where I just don't have to charge anymore. It's just automatically done just beep, 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 beep on my yeah. card every month. Um, but I know like, and it, it depends on the type of phone you have. I know iPhones don't work, but um, like Samsung or LG, maybe you can use your, your, um, your phone, your Samsung pay on the bus as well. And so you don't even need to do it. I think some smartwatch, Jack, you've got a, a like a, a Samsung watch, don't you? You know, I, I, I tried to do, I tried to set up the Samsung pay on my phone and on my watch, yeah. but I, I screwed it up somehow. It was, it's uh, <laughs> something about like the, my ID that my name didn't do it. I, I didn't type it in Korean properly or something like that. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I had some kind of, yeah. Cause my name is like, so like it's, yeah, it's uh it's, it's a tough one in Korean. So mm-hmm. yeah. 
Um, was the yeah, but, but anyway, so tech, like you don't even need that. Like I have a credit card, which is great. I just keep that. But a lot of people just your phone. So you'll see a lot of people on the when they get on the bus, right? They're like talking on the phone. Well, these days it's all hand free half the time. But people would be like talking on the phone. They'd be like, hold on a second, put their phone down, beep it onto the bus and then and then get off um, or then get on the bus, keep going. Um, and beeping off is something that was really interesting as well. Actually, when I first got here, I remember having to learn that you had to beep off because that connects to how you can transfer. And oh, my like God. I the, my first year in Korea, yeah. I must have like lost Korea, right. so much money on that. I never <laughs> right. I never scanned. I never I never uh, did it uh, when I got off. You know, I just, just right. Right. When I got on. So it, it in in the system, I'm just I'm just riding that bus around for hours. Right. Basically, forever. Yeah. just forever. Just, I'm still on the <laughs> bus right now. Yeah, and still they're still charging me. You know, it's, it's, it's they haven't found me yet, but yeah. Good I remember when I first came here. I was. I mean, this is one of the things that I think is is an interesting tech. Where when I first came to Korea, I was really amazed by this, and now I think even this is pretty common, at least in some big cities in America, how you can transfer from subway to bus using the same card. Right. And just bing, 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 bing all around. You can go subway to bus to bus to, to subway again. And it all just connects. Um, I know in Flagstaff, before I came to Korea, I mean, there were four buses in the entire city, literally four like physical buses, not just four lines. Oh, so we had nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had nothing similar to this. So when I came to Korea and you could like beep all around and it transferred to everything. I was like shocked. But then I was in Chicago. This is already a few years back, five, six years back or so. And, um, and it was the same thing there, actually. We, we had like, we got a, a travel card, you know, for the city to use for a couple of days and we could buff deep around on everything. I was like, oh, this isn't just Korea only now. Like, I don't know when, when it started being adapted. But Korea was but... an early adapter though. I, I, oh, for I sure. Imagine, I, I'm, you know, I'm sure. They're ahead of it, yeah. Yeah, and you can also use, um, I'm not sure how far it stretches, but like the pass that I do have, um, it's around here somewhere. Uh, I use that, outside of the city as well i don't know if i would use that would i still use that in busan if i went all the way down i know i've used it um at a pretty good distance i think i've used that card as far as like chuncheon but halfway across the country mm -hmm. i honestly don't know at this i would assume that it works nationwide at this point but i think it didn't yeah. used to yeah i feel like there was a different logo like this one has the b on it or something right and that's like, I, now it's everywhere yeah, I, I, so again, I don't know. I haven't been out of Seoul, like especially on mass transit out of Seoul in a very long time. Um, but actually, I think we were in. Anyway, I, I think you can probably use your card everywhere, especially with the credit cards like like Jack and I have. Yeah. I'm sure that just works. Um, yeah, just like, like 10 years ago, like my wife charger. just handed me a credit card. She said, use this for the bus. <laughs> and I was like, that is this is amazing. Like, I, it's just beautiful. I, every time I get on the bus, I don't have to worry about ever charging it up and yeah because I, I think i had a bus uh it, it's all you, oh, put, sure. you put 20 you know 20 bucks on there and it just so quickly you know goes away but you don't want to put like hundreds of do you put do you put more than like do you put a hundred dollars i top up a hundred oh okay i, I was well, i just I use, put a I little use bit my card also i use it for um you can use that same it's a bus pass train pass but you can use it to pay taxi drivers too so oh, okay i'll use it for taxis and that eats it up you know, yeah. sort of higher expense, but still cheap compared to I, Chicago. I really but, miss oh, having yeah. cash. I, I I do miss using cash though. I guess this is like this is the old part I, of me though. Like, because for me, it was, it was a mini forced savings every year. Every day I would come home and throw my change in a jar. Uh, and I miss having yeah. change to throw in a jar. Um, you missed the giant I, I green to, Heineken uh, plastic bottle. Uh, I, I have Nalgene's. I, I used my Nalgene's that I brought from the States. Okay. And I used to, on average, for the first like bunch of years here in Korea, I would fill up one Nalgene about every year. And and filling it up with just coins, I ended up getting like, you know, 150 or something dollars at the end of every year. And it was just kind of nice doing that. Now I haven't put like even 100 won into that, that bottle in, I have no idea how long. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, I've it's, pretty much gone away from from cash i still oh yeah have some of i course. think yeah like i like to keep when i go i go running right we talk about that like and if i'm running i want to have cash in my pocket just for safety it's something i've done my whole life mm -hmm. you have and, the sweat the, the sweat sock money. yeah it's, it's it's the wet the wet 20 bucks <laughs> um <laughs> i know it's gross but I, I typically don't use it but it's just for emergencies like yeah. you, you know especially if you're running at night or something Next you know something. i've never had to use it in you know 20 years never touched it 
but it's the same twenty dollars um, from ten years ago. That's really yeah, it could be. <laughs> I mean, that's why I hate money. I don't want to touch that. You know, where's yeah, yeah, because yeah, that that's my money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but occasionally I'll use it at the you know at the end of a run or something, or there'll be some um, oh when a uh, biking. If you're going to come to Korea and you're taking like a little bike tour, you want cash. You definitely want cash. You're going to find uh, vendors on the on the bike trail selling mm-hmm. uh, kimbaps and sandwiches and, and uh, yeah. water, water bottles and stuff out of coolers. And it just, even if they can take a card, it's going to make their day. And a lot of them actually don't take a card. So you'll need a little yeah. cash for that. It just makes can, that makes sense to me. Like that, that's where you're still going to see cash being used is like the, in the winter time, the duck bokey, the, the uh, yeah. you know, the orange tent, uh, the street, uh, food, you know, that, that stuff, those people don't want to deal with a credit card, even though yeah, some of them like, can, you know, now, but right. They can, but there, yeah. there's like, yeah. Like in they my don't market, pay tax, I think is right. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. just an extra. And what are you going to charge two bucks? Tax. That's just rude. Yeah. Like in my market, this happened just maybe two weeks ago. So I live in basically inside of a market and I was downstairs. I bought maybe like 20 us dollars worth of stuff from this vendor. And just as I got my card back and my receipt put in my pocket, put the stuff in my, my bag, I looked back and they had some uh, beans, some like dried beans. They're really cheap. They were like maybe like channel bag one, like a buck fifty, um, USD maybe more like a like a dollar twenty, and it was like oh crap, I want that. So I turned around and uh, I was gonna um, yeah. run the card again, and the vendor was like, you know, do you have cash? It's just a buck, you know. Yeah. And I didn't have any cash on me, oh, so it was just the situation. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, I got to run my card. It's just a dollar. And they really gave me the stink eye. I was like, ah, oh, come on, brother. Like, make me run this. Yeah. So there must be, there must be some more incentive to it. it must be like a tax. Sometimes I think it's, it's a combination of tax and maybe it's like, there might even be like a flat payment on some cards, like, you know, X plus mm-hmm. tax or something like that. So if you're charging a buck 50, like they're still paying that, whatever that flat yeah. is. But maybe they just annoyed because they had to go back into the shop because we were outside and they had to like run and come back. That's true. Maybe they were just just this annoyed. Well, just... I think like like for myself, maybe like five years ago, I made the switch where I went from you know using a credit card for anything under a dollar is just shameful. Like I, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like when I lived in America, I haven't been there for a long time, but I when I had my I had kind of a, a check check card, I guess is what the it was right. like. You, you use it like a credit card, a debit card, right? The, but they take the money out of your account. Um, I wouldn't buy, I would never use that for less than like $5. I, I oh, would right. never, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Receipts and then you, you want to total up all the receipts at the end of the month and you got to remember all the things you purchased. Oh no, I was the worst at calculating. I ended up paying uh, all kinds of like uh, fines. Like it would go under like a dollar under, they oh, charge you 20 yeah. bucks and then it goes yeah. under again. They, you know, um, I eventually I, I w- went to the bank and I said, um, I, I don't want any, uh, what, what do you call that? Like a pad at the bottom of they they're like, you can, you can overwrite, you can overdraft checks for up to a certain amount. And they're like, what would you like the amount to be? And I was like, zero. If I don't have any <laughs> yeah. money in there, I don't want the card to work. So that tells me that I have to use cash, but it kept working. So I thought, oh, I must have the money in there. That was an expensive little lesson in uh and that, that's uh, speaking of i mean that's related to tech but it's worth mentioning again for listeners that are thinking of coming to korea if you're going to be working or living here um this is a really common idea in the united states is the overdraft fee policy i mean it's pretty much all banks if you don't have a credit union for one of the major banks like bank of america chase etc overdraft is a real thing so if you're coming here uh one thing to know is that's typically not an issue as far as I know. I don't think the overdraft thing happens. You just can't use your card. Yeah, I've, that's, I've had that happen where my card just doesn't work. I've never had to tell them to, to not do it. it just, yeah, I, I don't think they, they like the they default option in America, at least for uh, my, the bank that I was using was, uh, was that they just give you the, the pad. Like it's in the fine because they want I'm to sure charge you I, for the fees. Exactly. They were just, they were so happy every time I did it. Yeah, they make like billions just, of a year on that. It's, they make billions and billions terrible. of terrible. Yeah. It's uh, here, here, there is just more, you know, banking is boring in Korea. You know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. if we're, if, if, you know, for those that are coming here, there's not, they're not really trying to twist you and, and scam you every, you know, little nook and cranny 
Um, you're, you're not going to get, you, you don't put anything in the bank account. They're not going to charge you for just letting your money sit there. They're not going to charge yeah, you an overdraft fee. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's very boring. And, uh, yeah. the way I think banking should be, you know? Um, yeah, it works. Really, I was really surprised actually just like a couple months ago because here in Korea, like for anyone who's listening as well, transferring money is crazy easy. Right. Like if I, if I owe Jack, like if we go out for dinner one night and you pay because my card is empty, right. If I didn't have cash, that's be like, dude, I'll, I'll send it to you when I get home. When I get home, I get on my phone. It's just like, I just type in your, you tell me your account number, which I can't mm-hmm. steal. Like sharing your account number is, is just like the way you do. The worst thing here, that could right? happen is people put money into that account. <laughs> people yeah. can put money into that it. Right? The, so I, yeah. just, I just get home, open up my phone app um, or do it from phone maker. You go to the store if you're a little bit more old. Um, and yeah, I just be like, put, send to Jack, this number, this bank, boom. And, and it sends it and it's like immediate, it's instant. Mm-hmm. So like two months ago or something, my mom had some money, um, from my, my, uh, she had a little bit of my money in, in her, one of her accounts. And I was like, can you transfer it over to my account so I can send it somewhere? And she's like, okay, sure. And she did it. She's like, I sent it. It'll be there in like two or three days. I was like, wait, this is digital, right? You did there, it from the website. It's like, there, there yeah. are, there are services now in the yeah. States that, I mean, maybe your mom's not using the latest and greatest like venmo i've used mm, true, true. but what hey, kevin's talking about with cacao you won't even see a delay it feels like airdrop like when i'm with my girlfriend sitting in the living room it feels like an airdrop transfer that's how fast it is it's like like i want to send you know 20 bucks or vice versa it's like click and it's in my account and this isn't even with cacao this is just my bank app to your bank app. Oh, with, the, with, with the bank app too yeah i was yeah, just yeah. thinking like cacao you know, bank my wife another, usually uses cacao is that cacao pay is that what the the uh app cacao, is? well i mean as you know cacao has their hands in like every pie in the country at mm-hmm. this point and they have their own bank now like there is cacao yeah. bank and i think that's connected with cacao, cacao pay i don't use it actually i, I probably yeah, should again so it. really quick for listeners this i gotta interject this yeah so, what is cacao yeah, yeah. a lot of people we're not cacao, talking about the chocolate you know yeah cacao yeah. is probably gonna it's gonna be a rabbit hole we're gonna go down for a little bit and you need to know what cacao is if you're even just coming to visit so um yeah. it's it started i think mostly as a chatting app uh but now it's kind of everything it is a it's a monster it's massive um it's probably like the, the facebook of korea like i mean yeah, just in terms of big that. in it's, big tech or google maybe google google amazon facebook. i mean in market cap maybe you could you could compare it but beyond uh if you look for like closer at the details it's quite a bit different right like yeah facebook doesn't have um i believe Cacao has brokerage services. I think you can trade stocks or something. Yes. Yes. I mean, there's a lot, but in fintech, they're doing a lot of stuff. Facebook's not doing micro lending, I don't think. That's true. Cacao's even bigger. Like, I mean, what I what I was saying that they're big, like Facebook, is just that they're huge. So, like, just yeah, absolutely massive. But you're right. They're almost they're they've almost got like there's more cacao. You know, there's cacao taxi. That's where things got big. There's cacao bank. There's I mean, cacao maps. They've got the Google Maps. there's, there's, I mean, what do they not do at this point? They don't have a car. <laughs> yeah. give, give it some time. Yeah. So if you're, if you're coming here, that's probably one of the first things people are going to want to know is what is your cacao ID? I mean, that's just how you're going to connect. Um, yeah. If you're going to connect with the Koreans. I know like maybe one person in Korea that doesn't have cacao and it blows yeah, my mind. They haven't done it. Um, the same person. I, I know who exactly you're talking about. Yeah, because it's kind of amazing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. how have you managed to avoid this? Um, and I'd say it's something not to not to avoid. I, I, I find that it's, I couldn't imagine, I mean, I could imagine not using it, but it's, uh, I use it with students. Um, it's just it's, the way that everyone communicates here. It's just, yeah. it, it's so ubiquitous. It's the chat app. Like, I've actually asked my friends back in the States. I was like, what do you guys use? Because like I'm having trouble connecting with some of my friends back in the States and because I don't use Facebook anymore. And I'm like, what do you guys use? Because I want to, I'll, I'll get that platform so that I can chat with all of you. And they're like, oh, well, I use this. And another friend's like, I use this. And I was like, what, what the hell? Whereas in Korea, it's literally, it's it's everyone just is on cacao. It's just oh yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, that's a really good point compared to the States where people are using different chat services and have to ask, what are you on? With with uh, Korea, it's like, yeah, you're on cacao. Really- yeah, You get uh, someone's funny, phone number that's there. Really funny, funny, true story. So my mom, and dad got their first smartphones at some point in time. And I was living in Korea 
And my mom wanted to talk to me and she wanted an app to, to talk to me on. Hmm. She's like, what chat app do you use? And I said, well, it's Korean. It's, you can get it. It's cacao. So my mom got this. My dad got it. And then um, I have three sisters. They all got it. Their husbands got it. So my brothers-in-law, they all got it. And for them in America now, the only people they talk to on cacao is the family. So for them, wow. cacao is the family app. The family app. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of sweet in a way because all the, emo all the emojis, whatever you call those, like little characters ah. and everything, like yeah. that, all that stuff is just for us, you know? So it's a, it's a family feeling. Um, that is my I favorite thing about cacao. I, I love I love the the emoticons in cacao. My brother has said the same thing. Like he's on a bunch of different chat programs. He's quite techy, and he's like, dude, nothing nothing compares to the cute little cacao emojis or emoticons. Um, like just that they're great. They're, they're amazing, cute little things. Yeah, the animations and yeah, they oh, have yeah. their own backstories, right? I don't know. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know them, but yeah, no, sure, they do. Uh, if you have a kid uh, around the age of like <laughs> eight or nine years old, they'll beg you to take them to the cacao store where oh yeah explain expensive teddy bears and all of the you know all the other all the all the things that go along with it. they got stationery they've got blankets they've got uh office chair cushions you know all this stuff but it but they've really they've done a great job of branding it by creating these, oh, these sure. characters that are just um yeah, the cacao friends. Are, it's everybody knows yeah. who they are. There's, it's so recognizable here. It's that and yellow. It really does make chatting better because I mean everyone uses emoji and everything back in the states, of course, as well. But the the cacao emoticons are just so much more expressive. You can just do so much with them. Although it requires memorizing like a bunch of them, but that doesn't take too long. And then it's like you know you can really show because that's the problem with chatting, of course, is showing emotion in it, and and this does help and still weird but yeah it, it, it gives you that little bit of thing that you can send and I've, I've had students tell me that I was old school because I was still typing like the Korean smiley the little like two carrot things and and I had a student a couple years ago who was just like yeah sorry you're you're an odyssey you're, you're you're my old uncle at this point you're not like the, the cool guy because you're using these old ones he's like you need to use the emojis or emoticons it's like oh okay fair fair enough and then I do chat with my one of my wife's cousins who is just a, a student as well she's like second third year in university and she never uses like the old school like just carrots or you know smiley faces or anything it's, it's always emoticon of some kind yeah i don't speak so, the, the emoticon times. language actually i i remember one time uh my wife a colleague uh sent her a message on cacao and she i was holding her phone and she said please you know reply reply back or say something so i i just said oh that emoticon looks like who cares it's just emoticon <laughs> is an emoticon like a thumbs up or a cool and so i just chose one randomly and i sent it and uh i remember she like what what did you what did you what, what emoticon is that what did you send that person you know because it actually had a meaning behind it i was like it's a guy with like an afro and giving a thumbs up and he's got sunglasses on it's all you know doesn't that mean it's all good or whatever and so i i was so clueless you know um i, I yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know what's because I still there's some that I use that I don't know if they're used correctly or not, but that's how I use them. Like there's one with the two, it's not one of the moving ones, or it's like they're the two people bowing. So I use that for thank you, you know, mm -hmm. like because it's like thank you, it's like bowing. And I don't know if that's correct or not. No one has ever used it in that way to me, but I still use it. It, it just makes sense for me. I so. use the rabbit ear. No, is it the duck or the duck with the thumbs up? <laughs> or maybe it's the rabbit with the thumbs up. I think there, we need to get some young people on to, to tell yeah. us what the hell we're yeah, doing. Man. We're just I just everything is thumbs now. up, man. Just, for me, it's getting just, ugly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even even the the third, I don't know, the third party or like the ones that people are designing for them. Mm. There, yeah. it's pretty infinite. Like I use I use Cacao really a lot with my students, a lot, a lot, and my students will often use new characters and new character yeah, sets. Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll find ones that I like and um, you can buy them like a new set is like a buck, you know, and you get all new stuff. They've got um, a subscription model now. Oh, I've seen I advertisements bet. for it recently. Know. It's like two bucks a month and you have unlimited use of everything or something like that. Oh, uh, I don't yeah. want that because it's just too much to learn. There's there's too many I'm, infinite. I'm sticking with the rabbit thumbs up. That's that's where I'm. That's where, <laughs> it's I'm, that's where it ends Even for me. Simple. Yeah. 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 Well, we're talking about the things that are fun uh, with 
technology and being in a dense city area. But um, I wanted to bring up something, and I didn't mention this to either of you guys before the podcast today, but I want to get your take on it. Uh, in Korea, one of the things that I've noticed relative, uh, related to technology here is the incredible amount of what in Korea we call CCTV, which basically oh, yeah. is surveillance. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, if I go from here, where I'm sitting, it's about 700 meters or so, 600 meters up to Namsan, where I go running. On this little path, it's of no consequential area. It's a boring walk. Uh, I will pass, I counted one day, I think there's 15 or 16 cameras. Now, some of these cameras are attached to buildings and they belong to the property owners, perhaps. And when you, when you say buildings, you're also meaning a lot of them just like a small apartment building, like a one, like a, a little mini apartment building. Yep. Right? Uh, yeah, but many of them are on the lampposts or the electrical posts. Yeah, proper city ones. City. Yeah, and uh, so before I give my opinion on this, um, how do you guys feel about it? Well, I live I mean, right across from a school, an elementary school. So there, you know, every corner has got like a 360, you know, um, there's basically no, the whole perimeter of the school has uh, CCTV cameras, um, uh, especially at the intersections. As a driver of a car here, I find that it could, it, it can be very useful for, you know, especially with like the, you have your, uh, uh, your dash cam. Um, most cars have that, you know, a, a, yeah, at least days, a, front, a, uh, a front dash cam. Sometimes cars have front and back. Um, and then you also have the at intersections, they've got cameras at every intersection. And like you said, every, you know, if you walk a certain, just maybe even 50 meters, there's probably another one, um, especially yeah. in Seoul. I think it's maybe less uh, uh, dense out here in Gyeonggi. Um, oh, maybe, yeah. But my, personally, I feel like it, it can settle a lot of disputes and things um, very easily because you just look at the video. Let's watch the video, see what happened. So when it comes to like car accidents and things like that, I think it's a good thing. Um, but you're right. The nefarious purposes that I didn't you know, say nefarious. No, no, I, I, say I, nefarious. I said it. I said it. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, say okay. it. like, 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 uh, you know, I mean, that's the whole, that's the, that's the uh, push and pull of this argument, right? It's the, the Orwellian, you know, dystopia that you, you know, I can see it both ways. So I was wondering how yeah. you guys felt. No, I, yeah, I, I see it I both know ways. Ryan and I, yeah, we've talked about this before, of course. Um, and I remember like it's yeah, I mean, it, it is both ways. I remember coming from from Flagstaff to, to Korea. Flagstaff's a really like hippie town. And so the whole surveillance state and Big Brother and everything, everyone's totally against that. Um, everyone's just like, let me do my own thing, man, out here. But um, but at the same time, like Korea is is crazy safe, right? Like I can be walking on the street in the middle of the night in the darkest alley and not be worried about being mugged. I can put my phone down. I can put my phone down probably at a bus stop in the middle of nowhere and, and just like leave it and come back and my phone will be sitting at the bus stop still, right? Like there's, there's yeah, like that like kind of you crime compare, just isn't a thing. Yeah, if you compare to like an American city, um, like auto theft here, it just doesn't exist. Right. Is yeah, it? Is it a? Be, yeah, I make that joke with my students. Actually, like, why yeah. do you have to have car insurance? It's like in case it gets stolen, and they, no one has ever said that. No student has ever said in case your car gets stolen. Like the reason you have car insurance is for out of thing. Oh, yeah. If you tried to steal yeah. a car here, you'd have a CCTV on you from like wherever you got it to wherever you put it. <laughs> right. Yeah. They would be able to follow you right all the way. Yeah, because you're gonna no drive the car on a road. Yeah. So, yeah, you're gonna. You're, it's gonna show up we're going we don't need roads they, they've captured yeah, it, some uh they've captured some criminals you know uh, uh you know um attempted uh you know i i mean i think th this was a sad one but in gangnam a, a young woman got murdered by a you know crazy a crazy guy but they had they were able to catch him quickly he was on cctv they had you know just everywhere i mean i it, it is it is an interesting thing because i guess in the wrong hands that that's a, there's a lot of power there, but if used the way that every they, spy movie you've seen where they're following people and using the cameras to identify right. where people are. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it also the issue I, I've heard it explained like this to me and it, and it made a lot of sense when I heard this. Um, it's kind of like uh, my generation. And we were just talking about this before we started recording today was like uh, it might be a generational thing. 
because I didn't grow up with smartphones and cameras, you know, like uh, digital cameras um, came into popularity in the 2000s, probably. Yeah, same, same for all That's when us. they were like affordable for everybody. So in the that's 2000s, when I got my first one was was in the early 2000s. I yeah. got my first digital camera, not but, connected to a phone, of course. But, but for me, like like uh, having my picture taken, I, I, I was always sensitive of that. It's just like I, you're at least cognizant of when it's happening. You know, like I know when I'm yeah. getting my picture taken. And now nowadays, kids are like, I don't you know, your Xbox has a camera that's pointed right at you in the living room. And you, you're you don't care about that. I don't, I don't care. I don't, they, what am I doing? I'm picking my nose. I'm playing Xbox. I don't care if somebody's watching me. Like my attitude towards that is like, I just, it's just kind of like disgusting or whatever. Like, how could you not care about that? It's just my, and, and my parents' generation, they thought the music that we listened to, gangster rap, you know, killing cops and all that sort of stuff. They thought that was disgusting. I mean, every generation has this thing, this, this, this red line or whatever that they think is just, you know, uh, that's disgusting. But I, I think it's just this next generation is going to be, you know, there's just my picture is going to be everybody's pictures are going to be all over the Internet. And yeah, like I, I have the same kind of misgivings about it as well, like this feeling of, yeah, being watched or just it's it's not even like what someone might do with an image or publish or whatever i just you know i want to have my own space i like to know that yeah when when i'm uh when i'm walking no one's got like you know the rifle trained on me it just doesn't feel good and you know i grew up in a yeah. room i'm like, like yeah. i'm like you jack even kevin we all grew up in i mean i think kevin grew up in the biggest city of all of us i mean like very well, north phoenix <laughs> so yeah. i was in phoenix but i was like in <laughs> was, the outskirts yeah. of north of yeah my, my, my hometown was like yeah. two thousand people okay okay so yeah, I, I, you would go outside. I mean, we used to joke about it, but you know, if you want to, you can go outside naked and scream, and nobody's gonna give a shit. And that's kind of I the tried beauty that here. It doesn't work. Yeah, here would be a very bad <laughs> idea. Yeah, it's gonna get your party gets shut down real quick. But on the other hand, um, there's some things that I really do kind of like about it. I really do. I like um, not just like the security of oh, you know, uh, no one will steal my bike or whatever, which is another thing should mention. Uh, yeah, bike when I, not a yeah, problem, right? Um, if I leave my bike, like uh, with one of our friends, I, I biked out to Ikea um, on the kind of the maybe like 30, 20, 20, 30 K out. So I'm far from home. I, we went into Ikea. Yeah, I put a chain on my bike. But um, when... When I go like even to Itaewon or someplace busy, like lots of people here in the city. Uh, I, if I go in to get a coffee or something, I just leave my bike outside. Mm -hmm. I just leave it. I don't. I'm paranoid about my bike. It's so easy just to hop on and just be gone in two seconds. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not could. saying I'm not. I'm sure I could. Actually, that's a, I'm just paranoid. That's a good point. I'm not encouraging anyone to to be like negligent of your possessions. That's dumb. But my point is to say how I feel about it. Coming from where I had lived prior for several years, Chicago, to here, it's really just night and day. Uh, and you'll see other people do it. Even if you're going to lock up your bike, you're going to see plenty of people who just don't. Well, Korea's um, crazy safe just in general about yeah. so many. And I also, I also like the, when I'm running on Namsan, so it's a mountain trail that I like to run. And uh, in the summertime, I've been running at night because it's, really hot and i can also keep my mask off because nobody's on the mountain after midnight so i'll get up there it's after midnight no one's around and i'm in a forest it's a paved trail but it's in the forest it's got some lamps but you know if something was to happen there's there's cameras i mean literally like someone's watching me you know and that's that's what's going on like if i hit the if i had a heart attack and hit the pavement someone would probably show up really quick because I'm probably being logged when I walk into that trail. Well, the thing like, is, I don't think you're, I, I don't think a like person that. is actually watching you, but I think that, 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 yeah. that, that data is being collected many. and is somewhere. Oh, sure. So, that's what I mean. So I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. It's um, being I, I think that's the, that's the thing that kind of disgusts me about it is just like all this data is being collected and compiled about all of us. And we're just kind of oblivious to it. And, and I would just, I just thought maybe, you know, this next, the younger generation it's it's kind of sad to see how like they don't care at all. 
they're just like that's fine with it i don't care i don't care yeah it's just the way it is you know and uh well korea i wonder how it is in the states as well like kids have phones really early on here even having smartphones but i think it's probably similar in the states i think this is also kind of tough for me to compare a lot of these topics because when it comes to tech like i just don't know how things compare in the states anymore just because i haven't been there in so long that it's hard to know for me like you know, here, every like I know a lot of kids in, in elementary school. I've, I've gone tutoring. I was uh, teaching at a Hagwon a couple of years ago, and there was all like elementary school. They were all like first, second grades. Almost all of them had at least a phone. Half of them had smartphones. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't know what that's like in the States these days. Well, for, my, for my family, my sisters and their families, they're all spread out. So, I mean, a little bit difference in demographics. I mean, maybe like regionally, like so. Two of my sister's families are in Wisconsin. One is still kind of rural. The other one's near Milwaukee in a suburb. And um, my other sister's out in Oregon. Um, and of all my nieces and nephews, a pretty big crew. Uh, if they're listening to this, I, they're going to call me out on it because I'm, I'm not certain. Well, I am certain that two, two of my sister's families, none of the kids have those types of devices. Maybe they can use an iPad or something, but they don't have their own personal phone. I think that was old. Are they? Uh, it's a range of ages, but the oldest of my nieces and nephews, I think he got his first cell phone. I want to say eighth grade. So would that be like fourteen years old? Yeah, something yeah. like that. It's I might school. be might be wrong in that. It might be a little earlier, but I don't think it's any later. Maybe 13, 14. and. And he's from like most one of the most urban areas, you know, living in a, a large um, that's, satellite. That's fantastic. Pocket. If you can, if you're a parent and you can hold out like that, I mean, it is. You like that? Yeah. Well, I, I like it, but I, but I completely failed on that front. I mean, it was like <laughs> it was like trying to hold back a, you know. I mean, every single kid had a phone. All of her friends had phones. I mean, it's just, it when was did, just when like did your daughter get her phone. So well, she, oh man, she's had a phone for, she's better at using a phone than I am now. I mean, she, you know, it's like, uh, it's an appendage, you know, of her, like it's, it's, they're cyborgs now, you know what I mean? Like they might as well just be part of their hands or whatever. Um, I'm just about that as well. I'm yeah. Too much. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just want, I just, you know, you just try to explain to the kids when they're, you know, um or or try to explain to your kid it's just like nothing dies on the internet you know what i mean like it lives (laughs) pictures live images live forever on this on the in the internet so you have to you have to just ingrain that and i think the the schools are starting to you know talk to kids about this stuff and you know there there's like you can't have a facebook account until you're a certain age and stuff like that so you know i think my uh my daughter's just starting to i don't even know what the kids are using now like tiktok is like this thing and i don't even know what it is it's like uh it's like what vine used to be or whatever i, yeah, but I, never I, I don't know vine, but so I, I don't really know um yeah anyway K- korean kids yeah. really do have it like since they're very young i think some america it probably depends on where they are in the states but i know a lot of korean kids and, and it does depend i have one friend who her, i tutor her son and he's like sixth grade now and he just got his first cell phone smartphone actually like a couple years ago so he didn't have it until like maybe fifth grade fourth or fifth grade um and he was probably one of the later ones but it's just i mean tech is everywhere here in korea it's just Mm -hmm. you know connected to everything and has been for a really long time as we were saying tech is just constantly it's just around everywhere yeah Yeah, you just really have to you just have to monitor and 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 uh sorry ryan i didn't mean to uh no i wanted to ask you you didn't answer though so when when did you said you were a little bit like reluctant so So when when did your daughter get her phone god man she's must she's had a phone for she's 13 years old now uh she's gonna be 13 uh american age she probably got a phone when she was she I, i remember she when she was like in uh preschool i think like four years old or something or five years old she got a flip phone (laughs) <laughs> that you know that, that only had phone calls you know which i kind of we kind of like that actually because she yeah, wore it around thing. like a necklace you know and so she would go off to her you know little little uh preschool and uh if we needed to you know contact her and it had a, a little chip you could uh, uh like location if you needed to mm-hmm. to know the location of your kid uh, that you could it had that like function. especially like a kid phone it was a kid yeah, it was it was basically that like was for marketing it to to, to parents who are you know uh stranger you know they're they're kind of 
making money off of the stranger danger fears, you know, that uh, are kind of, you know, run rampant on television, you know, um, even though I don't think, I think it's overblown like that, you know, that, that uh, I think it got overblown in the eighties and nineties with Dateline NBC and all these things. Um, but, but anyway, that's beside the point. Um, but then, you know, right after she got the flip phone, it was, it wasn't very long until it was a smartphone because it's just like, once you open the floodgates, you know, it, it just like, that's not, it's not good enough. The flip phone, because it just, it's not, it's not, you know, you yeah. can't scroll and you can't yeah. uh, watch and the, YouTube. And the way people, yeah. the way people will use their, their smartphones here too. I've seen, it's just really accelerated. I remember when we started at Chunang, and this was part of a conversation I think we've had um, earlier. We were talking about education. I think this came up where, when we started there with, you know, was it 2009 is when Kevin and I came in and there was very few, I mean, everybody had a, a cell phone. Um, there was starting to be smartphones. What did like iPhone, I think the debut 2007 or something like that. Something like that. I didn't have one. I had a, I had a slide phone. It was, I liked it because it was so tiny. It was free. It was given to me with my phone contract. <laughs> right. It had a screen that no lie. The screen was like an inch and a half, inch and a half, really tiny. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And, okay. and I, I clung on to that. I, I, smartphones came. It wasn't until the uh, S2, the Galaxy S2. So the first. Oh, I had the S3. So I held out longer than you did. It seems yeah, like my, my right? first one was the S3. It, but I feel like it was still hanging out for a while because by the time like the S2 came out, pretty much everybody has had a smartphone but me. And what I was going to say about uh, working with, with students is in the early days when suddenly everybody had a smartphone, I was really strict about my phone policies. And this is what we had talked about before in another mm -hmm. podcast, right? where it was just like, if I see a phone on the desk, I just stop talking. It's like, <laughs> Like that, that's, that's, that's all like crazy. I was, yeah. it was like, yeah, I took I them away the for the why weekend. Is, why, isn't, you know? why isn't the professor talking? Dude, there's a phone. There's a phone. Oh my God. She left her phone out. You know, <laughs> the student like gets like turns red and it's like, Oh my God. And they put away their phone. And I'm like, continuing, you know, I'm, I'm like that much of a prick. Now, now I tell my students, be sure to have your phone, be sure to have it right. charged, be sure to have it on your desks. We're going to be using it in, Actually, I don't even think I say that anymore because it's just a given. Yeah. And if someone's picking up their phone during class, I assume, I guess I just have to assume they're on their best behavior and it's for a relative reason. You but know, you just, you kind of jujitsu that situation. You know what I mean? Like you just, you know, you absorbed it and then used it in a, uh, you know, focus that energy in a positive way, you know. And, not intentionally, it's just kind of what happened. Yeah. I mean, because I, I had the same transformation too, you know, I mean, it, just as a as a teacher at first i thought this is like the worst thing that ever happened to education was uh before covid uh, was the smartphone and then uh you know it's it's the same dynamic with my kid you know it's just like it's it's relentless like every commercial everybody you know it's just like you, you you're gonna break eventually it's just a matter of time you know and yeah. that was the same with teaching too it's like i could try to be i i know i know other teachers uh who tried to who held out longer than me you know were like i'm just gonna be a dick uh about phones and and it way past you know the the time where it was even useful anymore and uh you know it's just but uh, but everybody breaks eventually you know and everybody finally comes around to it i bet there's probably still some like old school professor out there at a university in korea definitely so like, other than phones because those are pretty i mean ubiquitous in the states in korea everything as well what other kind of tech is is korea rocking on what what, what can people I, expect i've got a to story i'm oh, sorry go ahead oh i was just going to mention we haven't talked much about the one that probably most listeners if they're outside of korea have heard about and maybe some people are really excited about um technology or envious of is the um bandwidth so the default internet speeds here it's cheap it's really cheap to have insanely high speed um, internet. In fact, it's it's pretty much, you come to expect it. And you don't yeah. really- I think Korea ranks like second in the world for, for bandwidth per, or at least it did last time I saw the statistics. It was like second for bandwidth per dollar or something like that. Yeah, and so you can be, you can be in a place, like I remember before I came to Korea and even going home, uh, like visiting my parents. In their house, I always have, a, I have, a, I have an American phone. 
And with my phone plan there, if I'm in certain parts of the house, I get my calls get dropped. Mm-hmm. They just don't have really good coverage there. It's just yeah. the way it is. Uh, and the their internet speed is uh, powers less than mm-hmm. what I'm and what you're used in to. Korea. It's not just Seoul, but you can go into the mountains here and you can still like, you know, tour in a movie. Like it yeah. really doesn't I've, break down. Actually, I've Kevin, seen... this is going to relate to another topic, but Kevin, yeah, I was, I was, Kevin, I everyone listening, it. Kevin has been to the farthest reaches of what is still considered Korea. So yeah, so we'll talk about another was, episode, I, I, but he's been to the end. story later. But it, um, it's called if, Dokdo. You can look it up later. We'll talk about it later. But Kevin, when you were in Dokdo, Kevin got stranded on Dokdo. That's the story. We'll get to that another day. Uh, so Kevin's been out there for a long re- re- time. Really quick. So Dokdo, do- just for people to know, Dokdo is like this island that's way off the coast of, of Korea. And it, it's big. It's important for, for Korean people. Like It's, it's, it's like a contested people, region. It's contested between, between Korea Japan and, Japan. and Korea. It's really yeah. not, but it, it is. And Korean people, just like it's really important to them. So I was I got stuck out there for nine nights, which is a, a funny story. Um, and we can get to that David, later. And I've been out, yeah, yeah I've, I've been out there a, a couple of other times as well. But when I was out there, I was surprised because we got stuck out there. I used all my data in the first couple of days because there wasn't anything to do, but also because we had data while I was there and it was no problem at all. It was just like, oh yeah, I'm surfing the web. I'm I'm stuck on Dokdo. And Dokdo is like for like, I don't know the actual, like how far away it is from, from, I mean, obviously it just means that they've got their own cell cell towers. They've got their own like 3G, 4G towers, probably 5G towers there now. So yeah, bandwidth is crazy. I remember friends of mine as well. um, A friend of mine who used to live in Japan and this is a while ago, so I think Japan has caught up at this point. But he was amazed at how you can make calls in the subways here in Korea. He's like, in Japan, you get cut off here in the subway. Um, and again, this is mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's a really good point too. You yeah. can make calls in the subways here, and and have been able to for a really long time. Yeah, and you won't get dropped if you're like going through tunnels ever. or anything. It's not a thing. Yeah, it's just it's seamless. You just so that cell phone bandwidth is amazing, and also just computer bandwidth is is epic here. I remember again, I used to. Um, play a lot of online games with my brother like so that we could be hanging out basically he's in california i'm in korea we're playing online games on an american company of course and their servers are in california because it's an american it's based in the u.s west and my ping my, my connection to the game was lower than his was he's in california playing on an american you know to an american company and i'm in korea across the goddamn ocean and i'm connecting faster than him he's like dude are you getting lag i'm like nope I'm cool. <laughs> and my, my internet is like half the prices is something like that. So yeah. Yeah. Internet here is just, it's crazy fast, crazy everywhere. Like we are connected to, to everything. That, yeah. Even, even yeah. if you're not in a place, like he was saying, like in Dokdo, they, they of course like have a cell tower there, which is, uh, well, it's like a, the, the, what's the installation there? It's not like, is it military? Well, yeah, there's a, I think it's Marines, but yeah, there yeah. is there is a base there. I mean, even if you're even if you're in Korea and you want to like go hike up a mountain, you're trying to like get away from the world. You can, but you can also pull out your phone and you have excellent connection. Yeah, you could be glamping yeah. or camping. And if you're you need to make a phone call or you want to watch a YouTube video. I wonder if there are any dead zones in Korea, like at all. I drive I've through one thing where zone. I've gotten like reduced, I've gotten reduced bars when I've been out on bike trips. And that's, yeah. that's, what's remarkable about it. When, when you see that, you're like, wow, it's actually away. only like half, half bars. I can't that, believe that you still, you're still connected. I, I drop my daughter off at ballet practice every day. And there's one, maybe like a hundred meter section of the road. That's just in between these two buildings. And for whatever reason, it drops oh. out. I'll lose that might be i have something like that right here and i i asked because um every time i go out the door i put on my my airpods when i go running through this little alley and i'm I'm in like the center of the city so there's no reason you should get anything dropped or interrupted Mm -hmm. i have my music playing when i walk between these two buildings my music stops yeah my my navigation stops i have to yeah so i asked about it yeah um to the the peony gym on the corner if they had any problems with connectivity i was just curious what's going on and he laughed and he's like the pointed next door to the kt um there's a door that says kt and i caught it one day they were open and working on it 
it's a it looks like a massive i don't know what it is but it looks like a massive server bank or something mm -hmm. i think is what we call it it's uh yeah it's like a closet like it's like going into some i don't know it's where they gotta keep all that data from the cctv or whatever and you know, who knows? Yeah, it could be Terry servers. Gilliam, yeah. Terry Gilliam moment. It's like yeah, Brazil, like the movie Brazil or something. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. it's like all these little like flashing lights and everything. And it's this dirty door in the alley that just says KT on it. Yeah. <laughs> You're actually too point, close to the source, you know, at that point. Yeah. Just, <laughs> something's radiating my like head the, at that point. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so maybe yeah. that's the situation you're in too. Maybe you're like should, going through like some. We better make some tinfoil hats or something, you know, that we can. Uh, safely pass through um with this, um or oh, go ahead Jack. oh sorry i was gonna yeah, say uh I, I got a couple of other tech uh things that i was gonna ask you yeah, yeah. about um wh one of them is is kind of uh uh just a funny story i i was uh i was driving uh down my street and it's uh across from an elementary school so it's going very slowly but there's a guy standing behind me he's about uh, maybe 50 meters 100 meters behind me and then suddenly i look at my rearview mirror and the guy's right behind me, but he hasn't moved his legs. His his torso is just floating, like, it, and so it was jarring, and I I, I couldn't uh. figure out what was happening. And what what he was what he was on was one of those little no scooters. It was the one with only your feet. It's like a, oh, you okay. stand, it was a platform uh, thing. So he was I couldn't see his legs because I was looking through my rearview mirror, but his body was floating closer towards me it was like uh the, you know the agency ghost of uh was, my it was like a Segway. what was the on like it was like it's one of those like one single single wheel uni things? unicycle things yeah 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 and there's no there's nothing to hold your hands you just your hands are free and you're just yeah i saw uh, one today yeah they're yeah, those have been like scooters have really taken off here on tech i think there's some cities in the states that have these as well yeah um but i know they're they're really big here i mean they're just blown up um, but those like kind of single wheel things have not been big, but I've definitely seen them around like every couple of days, I'd say at least somebody on one for the past bunch of years. Like those have been, that's, that's not a new thing here. Well, I think there, those ones around. seem like there's a learning curve to those. Like the other ones you could just hop on and you just, you know, the scooters, yeah. rev, rev the, you know, a little bit of uh, a power and you move forward. But the, uh, the one wheel one seems like you, you have to kind of figure that out for at least a little bit. We just minutes, got, yeah. uh, again, for people visiting, if you're coming to visit in Korea, even just for the weekend or whatever it might be, um, or if you're living here, the they, there are city bikes here. And once again, you can use an app to unlock the bike. That's how you pay for it. Um, they're really cheap. In our neighborhood, um, e-bikes just landed. Oh, okay. so there's Is that the one that e gives you a little, a little extra help with the pedaling? Is that the... Yeah, I haven't tried them yet because mm -hmm. I have my own bike and whatever but yeah it's it's a power assist or I, I think you can actually it's like just a little scoot scoot so i don't know i don't know how and when they're charging them because the bike rack didn't appear to yeah. have any like element in it but um it's newer my girlfriend pointed out when we were downstairs like holy crap that's one of those e-bikes in, in my uh, neighborhood so you same. just you just get off it and leave it wherever it is wherever you wherever you're done you just so you've seen the e-bikes too well, uh, this is not the e-bike. Ours is the scooter. Yeah, the scooters. Yeah. I'm, I'm, st I'm just on the, the regular scooters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. No, that's not a Soul thing, though. Those are private company things. There's like a bunch of those. Oh, you're talking about Soul City. I'm sorry. This is like... Yeah, this uh, is Soul City okay. as far as I know. Now, I'm talking now, about private companies. Maybe it is yeah. a private company that's doing the e-bikes. I thought it was because it's next to the bike rack. That's the Soul City bikes where you use the app and you unlock the bike. It's next to that, so I thought it was also. Yeah, I haven't seen these e-bikes. So I don't. I don't know. I wonder yeah. now. I'm curious if those are Soul City bikes or or something, or like a different one. It I haven't seen like it. I'm it sure. might be. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't think Soul would probably. I think Soul has got a pro. Like from what I've read in the in the newspaper, they kind of have a problem with these scooters. There there are a lot of there have been a lot of scooter accidents, right? I mean, people. Oh, I believe it, know, man. I see them. I yeah. see them on the roads, like the the main the main road in front of the mountain, right? The people are always like you know drag racing the cars up there and stuff i see kids up there i mean they, these are people that probably are too young to have a driver's license so yeah. you know they're not really up on all the the traffic rules they have no lights nothing I know. and they're wearing all black and it's like midnight <laughs> yeah. and they're taking a lane they're in the road yeah. i'm like 
I want to like there's, you know, there's recently uh, just over the past few months they've they've introduced okay. a bunch of new laws about those those scooters as well. Like you, you yeah. have to be able you have to have a license. You're supposed to wear a helmet. Um, they got no little drunk plastic driving, helmets course, hanging like on some of them, but uh, yeah. Oh, do they? I haven't seen those. Yeah, our, the ones in our neighborhood they they put a little helmet on there, but now the helmets have all got separated from the the bike. Oh sure, because they're of course. Yeah, because I don't think it, it'd be dangerous to connect it. I think while you're wearing it, so they just hang oh, it around but... the the handle. But now I noticed that a lot of the helmets are just on the street. Disappearing. You know? Yeah, oh, just this cheap plastic. It's not even a, yeah. I don't know how effective that helmet would be to prevent a, you know, injury or whatever. Not yeah. Very yeah those, so I, I, haven't, I haven't tried any of those. Have you guys tried any of the e-scooters or any of that stuff? No. No, I, 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 I they look fun. and I kind of want to, but at the same time, like, I just like walking. And, and, and usually I'm just like, I can just walk to the other subway station. It's, it's free exercise why would i get a scooter and, yeah. and, and yeah. have to deal with it I'm, i just say my daughter please don't ever I'm ride one of those you know i i've, <laughs> I've already I, i've got enough to worry about i don't need you and your friend cruising around on those stupid scooters so i yeah. i begged her not to that was basically my you know only interaction and, and for the most part too one of the things that's really nice um and it is related to technology is the I mean, Japan usually has this stereotype of how efficient the buses and trains and stuff like this is. Uh, I find, and I've been to Japan a few times, I, I still think Korea, maybe the best in the world of all the countries I've been to, it's, it's so easy to forget that when you go downstairs to catch a bus, I can just open up my phone, it's gonna plot me, whatever the routes are, there's multiple options. You never really, wait for the bus that's not a thing like i remember living in milwaukee and chicago and mm -hmm. uh boston like you you might wait 10 15 minutes for for your ride to come it's pretty damn rare in korea that you actually have to wait and if, if you're if your ride is going to be that long it's pretty you're pretty certain if you open up the phone and look again there's a different route you could just take that'll, yeah. that'll sort it out for you and the bus stops most of them will have a digital display showing you when the next bus is coming, which of course we have in many American cities like Chicago, but the accuracy of the arrival time for buses, for trains, mm -hmm. I can understand it can be quite precise, even though in Chicago, when I lived there, it was not, which is like blows my mind. How can you not manage this? But in Korea, the, the trains are like, you know, to the second, like they pull up when they're supposed to pull up, yep. the doors close, they go. But even the buses here, they're able to manage it usually in a really, really tight margin of error, which is uh, to me was really impressive, and I love it. It's yeah. kind of and you'll you'll feel that you'll feel how they do that if you drive your car in in Korea because you, you, the buses are you get out of the way. There, it's like a yeah. killer way. You know, coming through the you know yeah the the bay. It's like it doesn't matter right away or or who's there first. Just get out of the way. The bus is coming through. Um, but you, but as a bus, uh, as a, a person who rides a bus, you just really appreciate how they are, how on time they are. It's, it's, it's kind of miraculous. I mean, to, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I yeah, love the, the fluidity. Yeah. It's just the, the fluidity yeah. of being able to get from like any point to any other point. It's just so much more efficient than most cities that I've lived in. If I you're in Seoul, that. Incheon, or Gyeonggi, I mean, it's yeah. no problem. No matter where you are, you're gonna. There's gonna be some a bus situation. So you don't need a car. I mean, that's what's so uh, you know beautiful about about living here. So you really yeah. don't need I mean, a car. We we can talk. Um, we had a, kind of a plan to podcast talk about um, camping and bicycle trips and doing stuff like this, and we'll save it. But like one good example of the fluidity of, of uh, the city, one of my favorite routes to bike is from here in this in Seoul out to Chuncheon, which is about, I think geographically, it's like the middle of the country, like east to west. And the bike ride out there, it's about 140 kilometers. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's a big ride. That so big you're, ride. you're spending all this energy to get all the way out there, you know, and you, you feel like you reward yourself. You sit down, you have dinner, you have a beer, you're like, yeah, I, I, I conquered the world, right? It's a nice heavy bike ride and you're celebrating. And then you take your bike, you put it on the train and you're home in an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what did I accomplish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, you shower at home and you're watching TV. You're like, what happened today? <laughs> yeah. It's the warp zone effect. I had, I had a bike trip. I was out on, I was out on the coast somewhere 
Uh, I came home, had dinner with my girlfriend, uh, took a bus, took the express bus, and then slept in Seoul, got up the next day, took an express bus, went back out to the coast, continued the bike ride. (laughs) That is, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of stuff you can do here. Um, It's it's amazing. I... uh, uh, do we are we out of time or do we if we have time for one more uh, uh, mini topic because it, it can always go, go for it. Well, what, the, what the, the last one I, I want to mention, I, I guess it's probably because I'm, I'm have a personal investment in this, but um, I've, I've noticed a lot of uh, automated uh, stuff recently. Have you guys noticed like I, maybe it's it's, uh, you know, you, like, you have an automatic like coffee shop. Yeah. Right. So we we my wife and I opened an automated coffee shop and ice cream shop that are co- combined into one. Uh, shop um but i i walked about 100 meters uh down the street there's an entire uh automated uh convenience store in my neighborhood Mm. uh if i walk 50 meters the other direction there's another ice cream uh uh, uh, automated ice cream shop so you go in and you just throw it in a you scan it yourself and i'm just wondering if you guys have noticed an uptick in that sort of thing during covid because i now i'm seeing them everywhere uh, just automated uh, bubble tea, automated convenience store, automated ice cream shop. Um, and I, I don't know. If def- there's only like one or one in my neighborhood that I can think of, but I, I know there's just, yeah, there's, there's automatic. Well, we, everything we have, around. we have in our building, the, the building that Kevin and I have our office in at, at, at Chungang campus. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That thing's, I think that thing's cool. Um, it's in like, it's like a demo for like robotics or something, but it's in our building. On the, oh, the they make the coffee yeah, with the robot arm. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. a robotic arm that that's actually, cool. so it's doing all the barista things you would yeah. do, but it's, it's a robotic arm. Um, and that was installed so, pre COVID. So that was already like two and a half years yeah. ago or so. Like, Those I are kind of popular, but it's more of like for the gimmick of like, it's, it's like, ro- it's automated. It's showing off robotics. It's, yeah. It's showing yeah. off robotics. Um, it's for the engineers, but yeah, I, that, that's probably one of the most like, cool. yeah, I thought it was just cool looking. Like I'd pay an extra dollar just to watch. And what was <laughs> yeah. funny is they, they put this installation. So the listeners have to picture this. It's um, you could probably Google it like chewing university coffee robot, but it's inside <laughs> of like a glass case and it's, it's, you know, facing, it's on this wall and it's a pretty big robot thing. You know, it's grinding the beans fresh for every espresso shot, et cetera. And then the other wall is an actual coffee shop. So mm. what I thought mm. was funny is that like, when you walk up, you can either like have a human make your coffee or you can have the robot make your coffee. It's what it is. It's yeah, a separate it's- coffee shop. It's not the same coffee shop. So it's like, you're making a decision right there. That's kind of this weird, I don't know it's an ethical decision, but it's like, like, what, what, what am I doing today? Like, do I support the yeah. business or the robots? <laughs> well, this is a whole, this is like a whole other podcast, right? The future of work, man. Like, what do you, you know, are, are we yeah, going to like, be- But that's like a case in your face. You know, it's yeah. like right in your face. You're like, man, there's a line for the robots. So the robot's probably really good at making coffee. Yeah. But like that barista looks so sad. Like, I don't, <laughs> which one do I, I, I choose? I'm a bit disappointed. I, I tried a, a search for Chungang coffee robot in Korean. No. And I, I- is this? Oh, actually, there's a picture of it. I think. Ah, Maybe but I, a different there, one. there are multiple. Uh, oh no, that's like, a different university. That. Actually, they, this is they, not our university. Other universities have the same thing. When I when I Google it, um, our Chungang doesn't come up, but there's ones at at other universities. It's the oh, same yeah. thing that we have pretty much. But but this ours. One's at- UC San Francisco, I think. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of them, right? It's the same. Well, I'm, I'm searching in Korean to try and find the the Chungang one. And there's a couple of ones here. It's basically the same thing, but yeah, they, they, yeah, I couldn't find ours, unfortunately, but, but coffee robots online are definitely a thing. But they, they've even started selling uh, alcohol in automated. So you, you can, uh, you have to scan your, uh, your driver's license or your alien, your uh, ID card to make, sh- so they know you're over, I guess, 20, 20 years old is drinking age here. I'm so glad that didn't exist 19. when I came here. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, right. I mean, uh, I, but there, there was an when example was of uh, a woman, a, a nurse uh, who, or somebody who works in the medical profession. She, she's, you know, during because COVID is is so stressful. After uh, mm. after the shift, she usually drinks a beer, and so she was going to the in this article, she was going uh, to uh, an automated convenience store and buying alcohol, which I thought opens a whole new can of worms you know like as far as like underage drinking and stuff like that because um you know but i mean you need the id but um i I don't know how you would uh police that 
you know, so there yeah, you this can't really verify if it's that person's ID. You're not looking at it and be like, is this you? It's just yeah, the card. Exactly. Exactly. So find it. Yeah. So I, I, I think they're doing a, a kind of a, a pilot test right now with with the uh, automated, um, you know, automated alcohol vending machines. But, I mean, uh, Japan yeah. has probably had that forever. I mean, they're famous for their their vending machines for, you know, and, and everything vending machine. Japan's got <laughs> right. yeah, for, yeah. for everything there. So, yeah, I, I haven't seen that personally. I'll, I'll keep an eye out for it, though, next next time I'm out. Okay. But well, yeah, you're right. Automation uh, is definitely yeah. a thing that's going to get more and more and more big in, in and I think Korea will be on, on the top of a lot of automation as well as, as we get closer and closer. I'll get worried when they automate uh, teaching English as a second language, then uh, we're going to get <laughs> nervous, you know. Um, when, when the robot can use slang as well as I can, then, then we're and we're well, done. it'd be it's funny if the robot tire. started grabbing phones off the desk and be like, "No, you can't." Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, this is my grandpa. No. You, you, no. you can't use this. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, I guess that uh, that does it for tonight's podcast, everybody. Uh, we appreciate our listeners out there. You can find us on all uh, the major platforms: Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Um, if you're on Apple, please uh, leave a review for us. That would really help us out. Um, you can watch us on uh, YouTube, the Soul Patch podcast on YouTube. Um, you can hit us up on our website, uh, which is the thesoulpatch.com. So you can visit there. You've got access to uh, all the, the downloads, the YouTube channel, everything on our website, uh, thesoulpatch.com. And uh, you can send us an email at uh, thesoulpatch at gmail.com. And uh, we're we're excited to get that first, uh, you know, email correspondence from uh, a listener out there. Um, mom, promise- mom, send me a letter. Come yeah, on. <laughs> right. Actually, my, my mom. mother is a, a fan of our podcast now. She told me uh, she's finds I'll it very informative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell nice. her. Send an email. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, I guess that's it. Uh, Ryan, Kevin, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, it's always fun. And Cheers. Uh, all right, have a good night. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Okay. Bye bye. I like to pay a couple respects to the people that made me what I am today. Not here. It's all my love. It's all my love. The quiet man. It's all my love. It's all my love. Dopamine. Jim. It's all my love. It's all my love. It's all my love. The brain. It's all my love. It's all my love. Hey, Bobby. Let the bass go. Let the bass go.